0: Hey, Holly, how are you? Dave, hey, how are you? Good. Welcome to the What Difference Does It Make? Wacky podcast for uh, April Fool's Day.
1: (laughs) I am very happy to be here today, and I've been thinking about this. I love, I have loved doing the k Rot countdown I always think oh this is so great I was so excited when we got back to it now with the little special ones that we get to do whether that you know our, our interviews interjected or a holiday like this one April Fool's Day I get excited all over again
0: oh very good okay well I try and keep it fresh we want to we want to keep everyone on their toes so yeah April Fool's Day I gave you a suggestion to like hey what what makes you laugh there's uh there's comedy and music and not necessarily on purpose or sometimes it's by accident sometimes it's uh some a funny line i don't know whatever i mean that's for me that adds more to the presentation i guess when an artist has a sense of humor and you know they're relaxed on stage and they can enjoy themselves i love that any bit of levity is always good for me
1: it's not all about Weird Al and and you know Dr. Demento as far as humor goes. Although I I give them a ton of credit, and I do have one Weird Al song to talk about, my favorite one. But yeah, you're right, and 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 between you and I, we find humor in different things, some of the same things, some different things. So I'll be very curious to hear what you're coming to the table with today.
0: Yeah, as you mentioned, Dr. Demento, he was kind of my entry into music. Uh, and I guess I kept that as I
1: grew up. The doctor is in. The doctor
2: is in. Woo! 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 woo. Wind up your radio. I'm Dr. Defense music and crazy comedy from off the vaults and off the wall. Rare records and outrageous faith for yesterday, today, and tomorrow. This week we'll
0: have a salute to the demented year 1986 with some great comedy hits that made their debut that year and a couple we haven't heard since then. Whimsical Will will have his
2: annual salute to the big summer monster movie, always a highlight. Got a lot of very demented new songs and lots of old favorites
0: by... Just learning about uh, you know lyrics and and wordplay and stuff like that, and of course one of the first things was was Weird Al. He was uh, he as I was growing up, that's when Weird Al was starting, and so I, I think that had a strong effect on my sensibility. And so I mean I'm always looking to laugh. It was always like, and I think that's probably why I didn't like progressive bands initially because they were so serious and there was like there's no no time for levity. Let's focus on the playing. That was an issue so progressive bands and even like led zeppelin something like that too much too much for me i needed i needed something
1: okay i agree with you about levity i feel it more with tv shows and and movies than i do with with music but as my husband pointed out when i asked him for some of his opinions for songs that i could talk about today and he pointed out a few rush songs. those guys have great senses of humor
0: yeah, I, I mean, of course, I remember Take Off. Okay. okay, everyone, this
2: record was my idea. Get out. It was. You're lying. He hit here just sort of rid on my coattails. Why are you doing this? this? It was our idea together, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. We agreed to, to say that, but oh, Take Off. Take Off, through the great white north. Take Off, it's a beauty way to go. Take Off, through the great white north. Decent singing, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he's good.
0: It wasn't until later when uh, Rush kind of maybe relaxed a little bit and for me kind of let their guard down, you know. Like I knew their individual. Like when you saw them in "I Love You, Man" or they'd appeared on uh, Colbert, I kind of recognized. Oh yeah, these guys do have a sense of humor. And and when I went to shows, they would have like uh, laundry going, and that and the
1: videos in between. The videos in between, right? Uh,
0: yeah, so they they kind of let their their hair down, so to speak. Yes. And so I could kind of see that they had a sense of humor. I didn't necessarily see that in, in bands like Led Zeppelin that were kind of, uh, you know, all about the rock, which is why bands that kind of paid a homage to Zeppelin or like someone someone like Tenacious D that would be pretentious and just like, we're the greatest rockers of all time. But you knew, you know, it was tongue in cheek. Like, I I, I, pre- I love bands that... Like, we love this music, but we realize that, you know, you know, we're going to kind of tweak it a little bit and kind of raise it up a level and uh, and show you how ridiculous it, it can be at times. And that's Tenacious D. It was the
2: best song in the world. It was the best song in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it saved our butts. Because the demon went to kill us. Oh.
0: Forced to set us free by the honor code. The demons
2: have to let cause it's Satan's
0: surprise and it's magic, and it's a mystical
2: disguise. But no, the devil's strong and it's tragic. You are
0: the mystic. Virgin, and you're rocking. That stuff always makes me laugh. So it's bands that, that aren't mocking the genre and are kind of paying homage, but uh, just tweaking it just enough to go make me go, oh, yeah, I recognize this. <laughs> I think that's also the, the brilliance of Christopher Guest. Um, one of my favorite movies is A Mighty Wind. Have you ever seen that?
1: I saw A Mighty Wind. I did.
0: Yeah. So, you know, like that folk... Uh, just that folk style uh, and they're, they're doing the, you know, one of my favorite movies is the last Waltz, And it's kind of a, they get all these folk bands together to, for one last time. And, and, and the music is so spot on, but they tweak it a little bit. And it's where it's just like, Oh my God, this, you recognize these tropes that are, that happen in all folk music. I'd like to start with our hit. <laughs> you, you might remember it that we hope you do. We hope you enjoy it, and hope it brings back some memories for you folks, okay? And...
2: Whenever I'm out of wandering, chasing a rainbow dream, I often stop and think about a place I've never seen Where friendly folks can gather and raise the rathurs high With songs and tales of yesteryear until they say goodbye well, there's a puppy a in the parlor and a skillet on the stove and a smelly old bacon and a Navajo. Oh, oh. There's chicken on the table, but you got to save grace. There's always something cooking at old Joe's place. <laughs>
0: and even, He's bro- yeah, yeah, Christopher Guest is brilliant. I think as we talk about some of our favorites, I, I seem to find a theme in, in these bands that kind of love the genre so much and they're just doing their, their own little version of it. But it makes it makes it so delightful.
1: <laughs> I get your humor. I get your you know where your tastes go, and I and I understand it, and I understand it a little bit better each and every time uh, we we do one of these. I get a little insight. Into <laughs> me? Yeah. Great. It's still happening after all these years. Well,
0: you know, I have. I'm like an onion, like in <laughs> like in Shrek.
1: You know? I'm, yes. Yes.
0: See, and you recognize still it. Okay. peeling
1: away the layers. That's
0: right. Slowly, slowly, slowly.
1: So, before we start talking about our music, mm-hmm. I want to know if you know the origins of April Fool's Day.
0: I honestly, I, I don't. Oh, please enlighten me.
1: The general consensus had to do with the French calendar in 1582 when France changed from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar. Oh
0: my God, I'm so glad we got rid of that Julian calendar. That was driving <laughs> me nuts.
1: I know, it was terrible. Really? Wasn't it? I mean, come yeah. on. It Julius. It just wasn't working for me. It wasn't. Give me
0: Gregorian so, every time.
1: So in France, I guess they originally celebrated the new year on April 1st on the Julian calendar, but when the Gregorian calendar came into use, they changed the new year to January 1st. I don't quite understand that, but they the, the word is that some people didn't get the news as quickly as others and continued to celebrate the new year on April 1st, and word those people came to be known as April Fools because to others they were jokes. <laughs>
0: That is and, hilarious. And so
1: everyone who knew of the transition played pranks on them and made fun of their ignorance to the change.
0: Sure, just like Rosh Hashanah, right? <laughs> yes,
1: it goes. It's it's according to the Jewish calendar, but shouldn't the Jewish calendar be the same every year?
0: The Jewish calendar. I mean, that's the oldest calendar, isn't it?
1: I, I think so. That yeah. should
0: be the most efficient one. So we are on the Gregorian system. Is that what we are?
1: We use the Gregorian calendar now. Yes. yes. Okay. But there were other, there were other, v- a variety of, of reasons for this, which, which we don't have to go into, but this could be the most popular Is explanation.
0: Julian, like based off Julius Caesar. So, You're I mean, really I'm, I'm we're me going way question. too into it. With the Julian calendar, Jul- April 1st was the first of the year. Yes. That would throw the seasons off completely because,
1: <laughs> yes, I
0: mean, would. it would be, that would be a, a foolish <laughs> year. We, we, suddenly we went, we started living like on the Julian calendar.
1: Yes, yeah, so, we'll have so,
0: to look that up on the on on how many months were in the Julian calendar and why it yeah. why it just didn't work.
1: And how and really the Julian calendar if the Gregorian calendar is the January to December, was it G- April 1st?
0: Gregorian was Gregorian is what we're on, so it's January to December.
1: Right, but if the Julian calendar they celebrated the French celebrated New Year's on April 1st, April then wasn't really called April, was it? I think. <laughs> no,
0: I mean, it could still be April 1st would be the, the new the year
1: version of it. Yeah,
0: that's the new year. Happy New Year.
1: This is a lot of information. I mean, a lot of. Um,
0: I, I am more confused than when you started. So thank you. I have <laughs> no idea what's going on.
1: OK, now that we've gotten our explanation for <laughs> April's, April Fool's Day. Did we? Away. Did we
0: really, Holly? You gave me just enough information to be completely confused.
1: Okay, so now do we launch into the fun, the fun and games? You want to go, tell me what you're going to what your lead-off song is.
0: And I'll put it on a Spotify playlist and you can see it on our website wddimpodcast.com.
1: Or you can also check us out on our our other social medium. Can you say that? Social medium? Sure. No, you medium is a one, is a singular. Social media is plural. So you can find us on Facebook at the What Difference Does It Make Podcast or on Instagram and Twitter. W D D I M podcast and look for us on YouTube. Please check us out on YouTube. I'll just search for what differences It make podcast. And there's tons of stuff up there that maybe will make you laugh. Think roll your eyes. Yeah. And then subscribe. Yeah. We're always, always adding some fun stuff. Yeah.
0: Hopefully maybe you can add some, uh, some videos from, from these songs that we're mentioning.
1: Oh, I'm for sure. Adding the video of my first song, but,
0: uh. Which is go ahead. That's a, that's your lead in.
1: <laughs> I was going to let you lead in, but okay, I'll take this one. Uh, have you heard the parody? This is my only, my one and only Weird Al a contribution to this, even though he is hilarious and brilliant and just oh so clever. Do you know the song Word Crimes, which is a parody of Blurred Lines?
0: You mentioned this on our Russ Boris episode, didn't you? Uh,
1: I think I did. Yeah. Did that inspire you to go look at the video? The video for this is just, it's, <laughs> okay, so it's a parody of the song "Blurred Lines" by Robin Thicke and Pharrell um, Williams and and Ti and, and it, Marvin Gaye. Well, yes, Marvin Gaye is now credited. Yes, it spoofs the misuse of proper English grammar and usage, and you know Weird Al is a very he's a stickler for proper syntax and semantics.
0: Gr- grammar and, is uh, an, a is a hilarious topic.
1: <laughs> oh, it can be. Yeah. I mean, the Oxford comma alone is a, is a topic unto itself.
0: Well, Vampire Weekend had... Anyway. You
1: must. This this week for sure we or are... Or
0: semicolons. To. I know uh, Lonely Island cares about semicolons.
1: Okay, everyone, welcome to grammar class. Today we're learning about semicolons. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, Lonely Island?
2: We use semicolons every day. Can you give me an example? Oh, oh hell yeah. Get ready for a whale of a time shampoo my whole team coming clean. Shampoo, these comic relief. Whoopee. And I'm the motherfucking monster. When you see me better cross the street. Frogger, then go home and write about it. Blogger, did I do that? Yo Angela, who's the boss?
0: Merkel. I- but oh no, <laughs> but enough about me. <laughs> about those. What tell me some word crimes.
1: Some word crimes from Weird Alf. Syntax, you're always mangling. No X in espresso. Expresso. There's yeah, Expresso. No. Expresso. espresso,
0: espresso, espresso.
1: No espresso.
0: That's what I said. Espresso. No
1: nope. Say you've got an I and a T followed by an apostrophe S. Now, what does that mean? You would not use it. Apostrophe S in this case as a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? It's the shortening of a word or a group of words by the omission of a sound or letter. This Hilarious. Funny. This does <laughs> not sound at all funny what I'm saying when I'm saying it, but you have to see it within the context of the video or just listen to the song.
0: when you're texting do you use no okay
1: watch the video listen to the song it's brilliant and especially if you're a stickler for the english language which you know i am you
0: are because every month we do our newsletter and i have so many word crimes and you constantly correct them i I
1: love to edit it's it's a it's fun for me i love editing
0: okay because yeah my instinct is always the opposite i have to reread it's and it's because i always like just writing, I always do it the wrong way. I don't know why that is. My There's something dyslexic about me. It's always bad. It's always the wrong way every time. And I, I don't know why that is, but I usually catch it. But when I don't, it, it actually, it does make me angry. I, I do know the difference. So it's...
1: Uh, I know you do. I know you do. So
0: it's crazy. It, I-T, apostrophe, S, crazy.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. It, you can, if you can say it it is if you could say the same sentence as it is, then you know there's an apostrophe. Oh,
0: okay. This is both <laughs> okay. funny and boring at the same time. So I, I don't know I can't, I'm
1: telling <laughs> you, I can't do it justice. I'm going to throw it over to you, Dave. All right. what, what amuses you?
0: <laughs> well, as I touched on, I love bands that pay homage to something that they truly love. I have actually I'll, I'll list two songs. One of my favorite bands is Ween. Are you familiar with Ween?
1: Not really. I mean, I know the band, but not
0: the music. Uh, they're two stoners. Ween. It's Gene and Dean Ween. They're from Jersey, and um, they, their one small hit was "Push the Little Daisies" in the uh, in the early '90s. "Push the Little Daisies" and make them go up. They're great with the wordplay, and but they're also crass sometimes, and it's a little of everything. You. It's really. Uh, they're extremely clever. You know, if someone says, "Well, what's the music of Ween like?" Like, well, they're they take on everything. the The one song that I that I was going to suggest, there were a number of songs, and a lot of them were just too crass to to mention. But the one I do like is it's called "Your Party." It's kind of like the '80s uh, kind of sophisticated pop type uh, sound, kind of like David Bowie or, or Brian Ferry Style Council. You know, there's you know like a little saxophone in there. Anyway, this song is he kind of takes the voice of of Bo, of David Bowie. It sounds a lot like Bowie. To make it more authentic, the the saxophonist is David Sanborn playing on this song. Oh. So it's great. But and then but they just it's like as if um, like Brian Ferry went to a uh, like he was just this middle class guy who was just going to a dinner party and was talking about it. There were candy and
2: spices and tricolored pastas. The meat carved was drawn from succulent juices. Served on platters of the purest gold.
0: And it's just this dull party. But, but this guy is just thrilled to be at this party and just having the great time with the tricolored pastas. It's
1: not a parody. It's not, <laughs> it's not, not a parody. parody. It's, like it's, a, cheek.
0: it's a legitimate song. I mean, all of Ween songs are legitimate. They did an album of, uh, it's called 12 Country Greats. They hired the best country musicians and they played, and on this album are 10 songs, country songs <laughs> of just paying homage to the country format, but in a jokey way. They, they do some great parodies, uh, but also they're legitimately great, great songs. So I, I, I do love that. And then I will also go to uh, one of my favorite songs is by Beck, and it's called Deborah. I don't know if you're familiar with that song. Mm-mm. During his Odalet tour, he started playing this song that was just, uh, he sang in a falsetto, just false bravado, it was just a, an O to 80s R&B. He was talking about, you know, how everyone brags about how great their, you know, their lifestyle is. And so Beck sings this song. It's about a woman that he met at JCPenney and whose name is Jenny. I mean, the lyrics go... speak became a huge hit when he sang this at uh, at his concert I, I saw I saw him many times at during that tour Odelay is one of my favorite records but uh, and when he did that I mean plus during Odelay, he started to dance during his uh, during this tour mm-hmm. and it was thrilling just to see him like this kind of kind of alt rock guy enjoying himself and dancing and just loving everything about the music. And so, uh, again, just brings me so much joy just hearing that song every time. And anytime he brings that uh, song in concert, it's, you know, it's it's a party. So... (laughs) I love that so much.
1: <laughs> yes, I like that. And and it does sound familiar to me. And I, I do like Beck and I'm pretty sure I have heard that song before. Okay. But, but of course, you know, probably didn't pay close attention to the lyrics.
0: We're yucking it up over here, but uh, let's take a break and we'll be right back.
1: back to the what difference doesn't make
0: podcast <laughs> you laughing it up laugh it up chucklehead
1: it's april fool's day uh,
0: okay all right so anyway i took two i i took two now it's back back to you
1: i may take two because these these sort of are connected but not really okay <laughs> okay probably you never would have guessed something like this would have been on the list so do you remember the song or the dance the macarena
0: Yeah, I've been to a bar mitzvah and I've been to weddings and uh, I have attempted the the Macarena. So, yes, I am. I am familiar with this uh, this dance.
1: Yeah, I just for some reason, this song reminds me of when my it, it brings back warm and fuzzy memories. It reminds me of when my kids were young it was from it, it was it was ranked the number one greatest one-hit wonder of all time by VH1 in 2002 which is the year my son was born and my daughter was 4
0: oh that's fun
1: um, so you know we of course obviously this was big at, during the the whole circuit when they got a little older all right yeah it's just the the the, <laughs> the guy singing it, it the two two older men they're called Los del Rio and i don't That know was that much, creepy if
0: i remember it was like these two older men and these young dancers in the video. Yeah. Are you talking about? There's like a, a different remix with a rap, right?
1: That was the Bayside Boys. So. Yes, so, that's um, right. Yeah, and they added some English lyrics to it. Okay. And uh, this all happened at, at Power 96 in Miami. I guess that the um, one of the DJs that worked there, I, I think he might have brought the Bayside Boys into it. So the Bayside Boys remix was number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And stayed at the top of the chart for fourteen weeks. <laughs> it started, it started to to wane. The popularity started to wane, but it stayed in the Hot 100 for sixty weeks. <laughs> sixty weeks.
0: I'm looking. A long time. I'm looking at some of these lyrics, and it's uh, you know, it's it's not a really a kid song, with no, the with the rap. Kid's,
1: <laughs> it's not a kid song. It's funny. I, personally. And and I guess this is probably a running theme through my life with with all the Spanish art, Spanish language artists that I like. I happen to like the uh, the Los Del Rio version, original version of the song. I mean, the Bayside Boys mix was was good also, but I like the you like
0: the uh, just the, the original. Yeah. OK. Um, Move with me, chant with me. And if you're good, I'll take you home with me. There you go. Yeah. Nice. That's all. That's all you need to do.
1: Not what? sure that that player some Beck
0: player some Deborah <laughs> can get with her and her sister.
1: So the joke with, with this song. So it was it was around the time of the nineteen ninety six Democratic National Convention.
0: Okay. So uh,
1: Al, this was Al Gore.
0: Oh right. Okay.
1: So, so there was a clip of him which I I hadn't seen before. You know, looking at, at stuff about the song. Um, you know, Al Gore, kind of a, a stiff guy. Right, uh, made a joke about doing the Macarena during his speech, and he said, "I'd like to demonstrate for you the Al Gore version of the Macarena." <laughs> then he stayed still for a few seconds, and he said, "Would you like to see it again?"
0: Oh, Al!
1: <laughs> and, Al, the funny guy.
0: Uh, yes, stick with uh, st- stick with the climate change.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> me tend with me and if you i take you home with
1: me. So that was just brings back happy memories, Sure. Know?
0: And can you can you do the macarena like if i Asked you, I know you, you've often said you don't take direction. Well, can you stand up and give me a little demonstration of the Macarena? Uh,
1: I could, Not to put I'm you on going. the spot,
0: but this is a, our April Fool's show. And you know, we want to put this up on our YouTube page. So show me the, my...
1: yeah, no, the, yeah. Uh, I'll do the, i am going to do the Al Gore version. Perfect. Do you see it again? <laughs> yes. You can submit that next year for a, for some award. Oh
0: yeah. We can know. Uh, yeah. We'll win one of those podcast Academy awards.
1: <laughs> Okay, because I have an affinity for Spanish, as you know. Yes. Holly speaks you remember, fluent uh, Spanish. I guess this isn't really, this isn't a dance, but it does make you want to dance. Okay. Uh, the ketchup song. Have you ever heard of the ketchup song? <sighs>
0: Vague, <laughs> vaguely. I mean, I'm, it sounds funny. Okay. Ketchup song.
1: It's not meant to be funny
0: uh, right. It, it's
1: it was not meant to be funny.
0: Also a Hispanic song is that?
1: Yes it's okay. called, <laughs> So in parent it's a it's the ketchup song and then parentheses it's called I said a hey.
0: I and, said a hey and that
1: is a nonsensical word.
0: oh not I said a I, like a hey ho that, not that.
1: I kid you not up until doing the actual research on this song, I thought they were saying I said a hey. Okay. Because, and I, and I do believe, even though nothing I can, okay, it is a play on the song, on Rapper's Delight from the Sugar Hill Gang. So I think that's probably why, you know, I said a hey, remember from Rapper's Delight? Yeah. I said, hey, ha, okay. Um, but they said, but I said a hey is a, is gibberish. It's a meaningless word, and it's being a somewhat incorrect imitation of rapper of the rapper's delight. I said a hip hop, the hippie to the hippie to the hip hop. Remember? The, yes, the of course. Gibberish-y.
0: Yeah, this,
1: this song. I, I learned a lot when I when I uh, dug into this song. There are actually rumors and conspiracy theories, uh, of course, yeah, about the gibberish lyrics that it, it had it contained hidden demonic references that would lead <laughs> oh. the listener to Satanism and heresy.
0: Sure. Okay.
1: Um, Wow. And uh, yeah, so I thought it was pretty funny and it was banned on Mexican TV.
0: It was banned because of, well, so, okay. So I just pulled up the English translation and mm -hmm. there's a line that it, it even says, it's not witchcraft. The fact that I find him every day, wherever I walk through, Diego has natural charm and that Rastafarian Afro gypsy happiness spot. (laughs)
1: and yes it's
0: yeah yeah i okay i don't know what that happiness spot is but uh, diego knows where it is
1: So it was, in, it was from 2002. This song was huge. Again, uh, reminds me of my kid's childhood. It, I would it,
0: imagine worldwide that probably song did great everywhere.
1: 20 countries. It became number one and yeah. became the best selling hit of 2002 in six countries. Topping in Australia, Canada, New Zealand, in the U S. Unfortunately, it stopped, it stalled at number 54, but in by 2006, 7 million copies. Worldwide. All right,
0: so, so this brings you so much joy because it just yeah. you think of your kids.
1: I you, think of do, my kids.
0: Is there a dance to this song?
1: Um, it there's no dance. There's no dance like there was to the Macarena. But if you look, um, one of the versions I found online is the three Los Ketchup is three lovely looking women singing the song. Mm-hmm. They're dancing, but not you know. There's no specific dance to it. It just makes you want to dance. To me, it makes me want to dance. Okay. Yeah, and I just thought it just it makes me happy, and I just think the funny the name is funny that so they are called oh the name of the band did I say that is called Last Ketchup,
0: oh okay and their their
1: studio album is Hijas del Tomate which means daughters of the tomato. I I don't know why. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So yeah, it it just it makes me happy. It's funny. It's campy, and I. I love rapper's delight. So the connection was, you know, was there for me. Yeah. N- only connection between those two songs is that they're in Spanish. Okay. <laughs> love
0: it. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So you did your, uh, Los Ketchup and
1: yes, Los Ketchup. Los Ketchup. And I, I, I recommend this. It's a, I think it's a fun song, even if they don't remind you, if the song doesn't remind you of your children.
0: <laughs> all right. So, uh, my attention now turns to a couple of rap songs.
1: Awesome. You
0: know, old school. That's me. And actually, I thought of this band because Prince Marky D of the Fat Boys passed away. And I was reminded of how much my friends and I really enjoyed Fat Boys music. I mean, it was just kind of, it was silly, but we loved it. It it always made us smile. And it was kind of like... uh, it was acapella, you know, it was the human beatbox. And we tried to do that. And of course, to ridiculous <laughs> results, which I will not even attempt. But I, I'm sure I had like drinks coming out of my nose when my friends used to try and do the, the, the human beatbox. Type. Okay, wait a minute. Yes.
1: You asked me to do the Macarena on screen and I did it <laughs> for you. So let's see the human beatbox.
0: <laughs> it was just kind of something like that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Don't. Well, that is one for YouTube for sure. Oh,
0: right. <laughs> so that, yeah, that was um, Darren Bufflove Robinson, who, who sadly also passed away, like really early, and like, like it was a, it was a freak accident. He he, passed, he died at uh, the age of 28. That's terrible. Yeah, but. Anyway, the, the Fat Boys were they were in Crush Groove. which is one of My I love that that film as well. They had other hits too. I mean they they paired with the, the Beach Boys and they did a song uh, Cruisin', they they did do a duet with uh, Chubby Checker. I think re- both of them reached the, the top twenty. They did, had their own film Disorderlies. Um, you know <laughs> Prince Marky D was still working. I mean he was a DJ. He he worked with uh, in rock on uh, with Sirius XM uh, Rock the Bells channel talented guy. so this original though, the uh their ep was uh, was produced by Curtis below this uh, oh
1: fun yeah
0: so th- this was like their their introduction and so of course you know then of course you go to uh to the original you know their introduction of you want to know who the fat boys are and here they are
2: the right thing and you will people still put me down I'm the rest of the town. but i got one thing that's hard to be i got class yes, that's right, lady. That's a chance you take, yes, my word in thought And that's no mistake, did you hurt my work? And that's right back. So part of people rock on to the beat called back The beat called back we'll rock this fast. people rock on to the human beat
1: fast.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so you kind of get the idea of what exactly the fat boys are. And that, I did a pretty good impersonation, don't you think?
1: Oh, I think you did.
0: Yeah, I nailed it. <laughs> I nailed it. Um, Very
1: good. Oh, this this is a good, uh, Yeah, going to be a great playlist. Right.
0: <laughs> I had the lyric, where, oh shoot. Oh yeah, so the, yeah, I think those lyrics were some like, uh, where they introduced themselves. Prince Marky D, Cool Rock Ski, the Human Beatbox, Providing the Beat, 1,000 Pounds, Put All Together, the Disco Brothers to last forever. Rap was still a new form, and I embraced it because it was. Well, fun. that was
1: the best rap. That was the best, the best time, I think. <laughs> I know
0: we sound so old when we do that, but I, I love it. It's just so endearing to me. I, or just something so innocent about it. I, I don't know. Yes. Maybe that's it. The innocence of of, uh, mm-hmm. of a new form, just kind of trying to to find its its way. Um, so
1: okay, so let me ask you: a thousand pounds. How many people were in the band? Three pounds.
0: Pa- <laughs> three guys. So yeah, oh. yeah, they were fat. Well, Do you not understand the f-
1: something pounds each?
0: Yeah, like three three hundred thirty three pounds and a third. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, had they had they they must have had to look pretty hard to find three people <laughs> of exactly the same weight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it goes with the who knows. Maybe there were a couple guys who were bigger than the others. I I don't think they all like four weighed or four exa- and two. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to weigh them on a scale to say, "Hey, wait a second, you guys are lying. You lying liars. You can't You're less. Yes, You're less." So then that leads me to my my second song. What would joy be without Beastie Boys in our lives? And so I go to Paul's Boutique. This was their second record, and it was their homage to the 70s. Again, it was this was music that they truly loved, and they took it and just kind of tweaked it a little. Um, and just made it their own, and it's so joyful. There, uh, th- this one song that I'm going to play, "Shake Your Rump," has 14 samples in it. I mean, it's everything from uh, Rose Royce to Africa Bombata to uh, to Louis Belson. I mean, it's just insane. Just the amount of different uh, samples that they're putting in this song, and it's still funky, and it's still great. And it, you know, it's just it's dancey, and it makes you want to do exactly what they say. Right. Woo woo is the disco call. I mean, come on. The first time I heard it, I, it's still my head explodes every time I hear it because I'm hearing different sounds or different samples and just like you recognize something different in the song. It's just great.
1: That should've been the quiz today.
0: Even lyrically, like, you know, like Sam the Butcher bringing Alice the meat, like Fred Flintstone <laughs> driving around with bald feet. Was it mean? I don't know. Is it funny? Hell yeah, it's funny they're having the time of their lives.
1: <laughs> That's it. Well, they always look like they're having the time of their lives. Do you remember the first time you saw the video for Sabotage?
0: Oh my God, yeah, Sabotage is amazing. I, I still get thrills watching that. Uh, yeah, I have uh, actually one of a poster in my room is uh of uh, is from the Sabotage video, just them in the a, car. A poster uh, in the, your the, room,
1: like a poster in your bedroom.
0: Yes, exactly. Because you know, it's <laughs> love it. <laughs> I don't know yeah they're, 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 they're amazing they're wonderful I miss them tremendously have you watched the the apple tv special nope oh you should do yourself a favor and just okay. kind of uh watch uh the documentary it's
1: going there's a the couple ones right yeah now.
0: beastie boys the Billie eilish one I think I recommended that to you
1: Yes, yeah, that's so a, a that that feel-good one too
0: should that's watch.
1: on the list too Yeah, I'm getting some good ones from you. Yeah. These I will watch. Okay. I know you don't believe it when I say that, but I will.
0: These I will watch. I've heard that before. (laughs) All right. Uh, I will uh, pass the mic to you, as the Beastie Boys say.
1: (laughs) Okay. This one, this one always, well, another one that reminds me of my son, but for different reasons. It was uh, a little older, probably early high school years. Uh, he discovered, he and his good friend discovered this, the Billy Joel song, We Didn't Start the Fire. Okay. And they learned every lyric. I thought it was a very, you know, catchy, you know, uh, catchy song. I guess there's, not, there, there's nothing really funny about it. But no, um, no it's, well. Uh, it makes me happy, I think, because it, <laughs> for a variety of reasons, listening to my son and his friend recite the words, and this song was on an endless loop, and when, when his friend Luke would come over, they would just be singing it and uh, singing it over and over to Billy Joel. And they learned a lot about history. That's That hilarious. maybe they didn't know.
0: Yeah, because it was, wait, this song came out in 89? I this think song
1: came out in 89, yes. It was Sam was album.
0: born 10 years later?
1: More, 13 years 13 later. 13 years sorry. later. I, I, The truth is, I don't even know how he discovered the song, but somehow he did. He played it somewhere <laughs> and he just latched onto it and... He learned, he he always, you know, enjoyed history, but he was in high school. He didn't know all these uh, events that were mentioned in the song. And it got me to learn, it got me uh, there. I really, it made (laughs) me look up the list of all the events that were covered that he mentioned in the song and he only mentions them with the, you know, with the sentence. And I realized, wow, some of these things I didn't know either.
0: Well, it's just one word though. He's just going through, if I remember, it's like when he was born till the time it was recorded. And if I remember, yes. like the like the end of the song, he kind of like rushes through like twenty years in one chorus in one stanza. <laughs> you yes. know, like he's slowly like forties, fifties, sixties. You know, he spends like most like three minutes of the song, and then there's thirty seconds left. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Cold War. I can't take it anymore," or something. Right? And it just wraps up. Let's insane, r- so let's wrap mean? it up. <laughs>
1: Yes, he did speed it up at the end, but I didn't know it was because he was running out of time. I just thought, you know, that was the that was his pacing. Um, but yes, it started. It, he um, there are more than a hundred headline events between nineteen forty nine, which was the year he was born, yeah. uh, to nineteen eighty nine. It was released and it was from his album Stormfront. Billy Joel. Did you watch Mad um, Men? By the way, I never watched Mad Men.
0: Really? No. Okay. If you want to see, we didn't start the fire in a series. <laughs> And a really good series. Watch Mad Men because it it kind of it's all in that that area right there. Not up to eighty nine, but you know just kind of because Billy pays oh, yeah. most attention to, you know, when he was an adolescent. I think that's that's the Mad Men era, all in the sixties and seventies and everything that was yes. going on then. Watch, yeah, put that on your. I can't. Oh, Mad Men. I know. Oh, that's good I know. stuff.
1: I'm, the, I'm one of the only people I know in my crowd that has not watched Mad Men. Okay, well. I know. Do yourself a favor, um, <laughs> but he,
0: as I he, say many times. What? Do yourself a favor. Watch um, Watch Mad Men. Do yourself a and, favor. Watch the Beastie Boys documentary.
1: And as I say, I, I live under a rock. Yeah. So okay. Um, but yeah, these the the events. No, you're right. He didn't say much about them at all. He just, you know, there he kind of listed them. It's a laundry empire. list
0: of th- of things, which yeah, I find amusing. Buddy. Oh, here's something. Here's something. Here's another thing.
1: But it made you test yourself. So the, f- the first element or date or whatever he, subject he hits on is Harry Truman. Uh-huh. And then Doris Day. It makes you go, oh, it's funny. It's actually <laughs> the first episode. The first um, pieces were from 1948. So Harry Truman won uh, won the election 1948. And Doris Day debuted in Romance on the High Seas in 1948. I learned a lot about history. I loved hearing uh, Sam and Luke singing it, and um, it makes me happy. And I, I learned something from it as well. I learned a lot from it as well. Okay, because I dug deep. I chose to dug deep on some of the, you know, some of the things that I didn't know.
0: That's funny that they discovered that, but yeah, that's great. Yeah. they picked up. I,
1: I should have asked him Never. in advance of this show how he ended up discovering the song. All I know was I just remember being on an endless loop in the house. <laughs> so, makes me smile.
0: Did you ever read him the story of the three little pigs? This is my segue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I probably did, but why? Is there is there something in particular about The Three Little Pigs that strikes you? Sure. In
0: uh, 1993, there was a, a song by Green Jelly, an alt-rock hit, uh, The Three Little Pigs. You remember this? It was like a, a video. On, um, you might have still been watching MTV back then, but um, they had like an alt-rock hit, this, these guys from Green Jelly. I don't remember all the guys in there, The the two guys that I do know, uh, are Maynard and uh, Danny Carey, who eventually formed the band Tool. They're in this band Green Jelly. They're telling the story of the three little pigs, but just kind of like an alt-rock type of story. And it's Maynard who does the voice of the little pig, and still very funny. It's done in claymation. It's very amusing, and I could see why it was a hit back then, because, you know, we were all into Beavis and Butthead and that stuff. So... uh, (laughs)
2: I paid for the bills, then one day came the old house matter the big bad wolf, the little piggy laugh.
1: I do you remember this.
0: Okay, so you kind of get the idea of uh, what they're up to there. Very tool-like. Uh, uh, yeah, so you know it tells a little story, but uh, but it peaked at number seventeen on the on the Hot One Hundred in nineteen ninety three. Yeah, oh. um, made it all the way up to number five in the UK, and um, it even reached number one in New Zealand. So, okay. the kids loved it. The song was ranked number 35 on VH1's 40 most awesomely bad metal songs ever. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch Beavis and Butthead? Were you into that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They actually, they were able to break songs back then. But if they liked a song that was in their show, that uh, became a hit. Okay. So we've come to the part in our show where where it's the quiz. And I want... Yeah. I wanted to quiz, I'm going to quiz Holly. I pulled up some, there were some silly songs in the eighties and I want to see how well Holly knows these. They're not exactly, um, are they obscure? They're not obscure. No, they're not obscure. Um, but I know Holly is not uh, a lyricist. She, she likes the beat. She likes to dance. She likes to move. She doesn't care what people are saying. As long as it's, uh, as long as she could dance to it.
1: Or, well, or, well, that's true. <laughs> well, that is, that is very true. 90% of the time, as it happens today, as we were talking about these songs, I had to read all the lyrics, be- well, I guess, except for Macarena and the ketchup song. <laughs> and uh, they're clever, clever lyrics. All
0: right. Well, let's see how much you were paying attention back in the 80s. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. I'm going to give you 10 songs. Okay. All right. Here we go. Are you oh. going to sing them? No, that's, then you'll get it. Here, <laughs> here we go. Oh, hey, you. Who said that? Baby, how you been? You say you don't know, you won't know until you begin.
1: This is a song we talked about recently.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Maybe I just listened to it recently. Sure.
0: You hear again. you hear it constantly. I'll give you another uh, line. I'll give you okay. a little more. So can't you see me standing here? I've got my back against the record machine. I ain't the worst that you've seen. Oh, can't you see what I mean?
1: <laughs> Can you get to the chorus?
0: ah might as well what would you do the next line is the 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 next word is the the title of the song (laughs) ah might as well i'm going to jump yes there you go all right very good okay this is going to be this is going to be painful i could already tell
1: (laughs) yes it is you're gonna have to shorten this up and make it sound like i got to the answer quicker okay (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I don't know if how. All right. So here we go.
1: Yeah, I'm going to suck at this.
0: Ah, uh, if she called me, I'd be there. I'd come r- running anywhere. She's all I need all my life. I feel so good if I just say the word. What's the word, Holly?
1: Can you try singing it for
0: me? I'm going to give you a hint. He is one of the f- four richest drummers in the world.
1: So is it Phil oh, Collins?
0: Yes. And he sings that song that we all know and love.
1: <laughs> Studio. Yes, <What>?
0: Susu Studio. Oh,
1: that <laughs> was right. That was <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Okay.
1: Yes, I knew it was Susudio. Susudio
0: Susudio. Yes. Oh my god! All right, this is fun. All right, this one might be. This one's going to be hard too, probably. All right. Don't think me unkind. Words are hard to find. They're only checks I've left unsigned from the banks of chaos in my mind. All right. Here's where you'll, you might get it. And when their eloquence escapes me, their logic ties me up and rapes me. It makes as much, the, the words are just as much sense as uh, a studio. I know the song. I know you know this song. Go ahead. Do you know the words? Just do-do-do-o-molong. What, uh, what do you think it's...
1: Oh, my God. You're killing me.
0: alright do right. Do, 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 da, do, da, 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 da da
1: the police. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, my, I can sing the song. I can't. Oh. Uh, all
0: right. All right. Well, here's another one with do-do-do's in it. <laughs> Stocked in the forest, too close to hide, I'd be upon you by the moonlight side. Do-do-do-do, do-do-do-do-do. High blood drumming. On your skin. It's so tight. You feel my heat. I'm just a moment behind. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. I'm
1: just a moment
0: behind. In touch with the ground. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you.
1: Oh, hunt. Uh, uh,
0: Scent and a sound.
1: Hungry I'm, like the wolf. Yes. <laughs> Was that the whole song you just recited?
0: Oh, pretty much. That's uh, as far as I'm going. <laughs> yeah. These are going to be tough. All right. Here we go. Number five. This might be. That's it? (laughs) No, I gave you 10, but this is taking a long time. (laughs) All right. Uh, Daylight licked me into shape. I must have been asleep for days. And moving lips to breathe her name, I opened up my eyes. And found myself alone, alone, alone above a raging sea. That stole the only girl I loved and drowned her deep inside of me.
1: I'm totally off my game. I know this.
0: Wait, All right. I, one more time. You, soft and lonely. You, lost and lonely. You, finish it.
1: You, lost and lonely. You. <laughs>
0: the next line is the title of the song. <laughs> Just, li- Just like Evan. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh my, I'm totally off my game.
0: Welcome to the game show we like to call Pulling Teeth. Here we go. Number noun, six.
1: Noun.
0: Dream if you can a courtyard, an ocean of violets in bloom.
1: Prince. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, there you go. God. Animals
0: strike curious poses. They feel the heat, the heat between me and you. It's Prince. Right. Uh, it's a song. When Doves Cry. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Number seven. I bought a ticket to the world. But now I've come back again. Why do I find it hard to write the next line? Oh, I want the truth to be said. And then we hum along. Bah, 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 bah.
1: Oh, it's um uh true.
0: Yes, it is true. <laughs> oh, we're having so much fun here.
1: Oh my god, this is so painful.
0: Because <laughs> okay. you know these songs. That's why it's yes. painful. I know. Here's another one. Here's your ticket. Pack your bag. It's time for jumping overboard. The transportation is here. Close enough, but not too far. Maybe you know where we are. Fighting fire with fire. Ah, watch out. Uh -uh. Strange, but not a stranger. I'll throw out some other, some random lyrics. Okay. 365 degrees. I'm an ordinary guy. Burning down the house. <laughs> I don't know if I Oh it's burning down the house. Yeah. Ouch.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: All right. I know. Okay, so I, I'm making a mental note to never ask you these again. I know you're not even gonna know this. I put this one in just for fun. Just to
1: just to mess with me, which I like I couldn't get any the other ones, so yeah. why would I be ever be able to get this I one? I know.
0: Yeah, all all men have secrets, and here is mine, so let it be known. For we have been through hell and high tide. I can think I can rely on you. And yet you start to recoil. Then there's the, I'd still, I'd leap in front of a flying bullet for you. Then it goes into with the name of the song. So blah, 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 blah. It makes none, but now you're gone and you must be looking very old tonight. Anyway, that, that is the song. What what difference does it make? (laughs) All right.
1: Now I'm embarrassed.
0: I knew you wouldn't know that one. Uh, Last one for our April Fool's show. Your table manners are a crying shame. You're playing with your food. This ain't some kind of game. Now, if you starve yourself to death, you'll just have yourself to blame. You better listen. Better do as you're told. You haven't even touched your tuna casserole. You better chow down or it's going to get cold. So... (laughs) they're silly lyrics okay these are silly lyrics this is our april fool show this is a parody song so it's words to a melody that you are very familiar with so your table manners are a crying shame you're playing with your food this ain't some kind of game now if you starve to death you'll just have yourself to blame eat it yes there you go (laughs) good job
1: (laughs) oh my god that took the that took uh, longer than the the whole show took. I
0: know oh my goodness all right no more lyric no more lyrics for for Holly
1: I'm way better at the multiple choice
0: okay I know well I should have given you some some multiple choices <laughs>
1: that was good those were very good good choices and very good hints and you know <laughs> good singing
0: no not at all i I think I could do the human beatbox better than I can sing
1: hey oh, you're a good human beatbox oh thank
0: you thank you uh, you're welcome I can always uh got a career to fall back on in case this falls apart
1: <laughs> there's a big uh there's a big calling now for human beatbox always yeah all yeah. right mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> all right well that wraps up our april Fool's show <laughs> happy april okay. fools holly
1: that was a big uh april fools happy april fools dave
0: yeah happy new year holly <laughs> uh
1: i think you're mistaken no i, I have knew-
0: what no it's always been april 1st i haven't gotten word.
1: Uh-huh. Now you're still on the Julian calendar. Uh, we're, to, we're on the Gregorian calendar. A far now.
0: superior calendar, in my opinion, was the Julian calendar. I Says you. That's uh,
1: a matter of opinion.
0: Uh, uh, God, I can't believe the Gregorians all- got the the final say.
1: Yes, yes we do. We're.
0: Are we Gregorians?
1: We're now we're we're Gregorians. I I guess by you <laughs> know decree of the calendar. All right. Whatever. Fine. <laughs>
0: Where can you follow our silliness with uh, how do they how do they find us Holly
1: if you choose to follow us and we hope you do you can find us on Facebook at the what difference does it make podcast you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at WDDIM podcast and check us out on YouTube subscribe to our YouTube channel we're putting stuff up that you may never ever hear in a in a (laughs) weekly podcast check us out follow us subscribe to our newsletter check out our website wddimpodcast.com and uh thank you thank you for listening
0: thank you and thank you to uh, pantheon podcast we are a proud member of the pantheon podcast family so until next week this is dave
1: (laughs) this is holly check you later over and out